Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step right up to the Bread and Circuses podcast, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy the clown show. Welcome back once again, Bread and Circuses Podcast. I am Rooster, here with Crow. Hey there. How you doing, Crow? Pretty good. You got a lot to say today? Yeah, middling. I do too. You know what, it's it's nice to know, though, that according to jo- Joy Behar, if there's something we don't like, we can just say it doesn't exist. Like what? Well, I don't know. I was thinking of doing it with like the IRS, um, you know, because she said Antifa is not real. It's just an idea. It's not an organization. I mean, forget that they have like Facebook pages and, you know, websites organizing and all that stuff. But, you know, it's just, it's, it's all pretend. Yeah. When she's basing it on that uh, report where the, I don't know, uh, I don't know if who it was, national security advisor or somebody, or, or if it was even the Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, isn't it? Ron Johnson from Wisconsin. Well, somebody said that it was it's an idea because uh, blah, blah, blah. And then they ran with that and Biden ran with that. Yeah, that Jerry an Nadler idea. ran but with it. If you look at the text of what he was saying, it's like, yeah, just like any um, terror, you know, um, extreme ideology. Yeah, it's an idea, but there are people that follow it idea and do things based on that idea. So it was just like uh, communism. Yeah. Communism is not an organization. It's just an idea. So, so, oh, so speaking of uh, somebody who has a lot to say, we've got, uh, have you heard this clip from Jordan Peterson? I'll play it real quick. It's very short. Okay. One question that I get asked a lot, and I think it's an important question, is, is it okay to shit your pants? And I think we have to ask ourselves, firstly, is it okay to shit? And the answer to that is yes, of course, it is okay to shit. Is that AI? Yeah. <laughs> I was really, I was hoping that, you know, they have that not Jordan Peterson where you can get it, you could get him to say whatever you wanted. And I really wanted him to do a show opener for us, but they shut it down. And I was hoping, uh, well, it's been long enough. Maybe it's up again. But before they shut it down, somebody made this, this uh, clip of him talking about shit in your pants. <laughs> it's, it's two minutes of gold. <laughs> so if, look it up on YouTube. Look up not Jordan Peterson on shitting your pants. <laughs> That's pretty damn funny. Well, they did that one with Joe Rogan about the uh, chimpanzees. He was going to train to play hockey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you see his yeah. response to it? No. He was like, uh, <laughs> what do you say? He goes, uh, hey, thanks. Thanks to so-and-so. I'm flattered that you would use my voice to point out just how fucked we are. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so do you want to talk about uh, along those lines, that deep fake of that uh, woman in, where's yeah. it? it was a cheerleading thing. Yeah. Trying to take out her daughter's cheer cheer team rivals with some deep fakes. So Pennsylvania cheerleading mom created a deep or created deep fake nudes to harass daughter's rival teammates. Uh, her name was Rafaela Marie Spoon or Spone. She allegedly told one of the teenage victims to kill herself. God. So the article, this is from uh, Fox News. A Pennsylvania woman's facing misdemeanor. It's misdemeanor only. That's weird. Because you think if she made n- even digital nudes where you put someone else's face on it, if they're underage, I think that's child child pornography, isn't it? Uh, you're looking at me? I, I, I don't. I have no idea. I would assume it would be. 
That is a subject of which I have absolutely no knowledge. Yeah, I, I guess I'm just assuming, but... I'm glad you also have no knowledge yeah. of that subject. Well, I did know a police officer that was in the... Uh, in the a female police officer that w- had to deal with uh, child pornography stuff mm-hmm. because the guys just like you know they, either they freaked out or they're like I can't do this, and so she had to, and because uh, she was like one of the only ones, and yeah, she saw a bunch of like digitally created you know like uh, CGI stuff, and I don't know, I never really got an answer if that was uh, considered you know something prosecutable or something, but. Hmm. Um, but she's only getting misdemeanor charges after allegedly sending deepfake nude photos and videos of her teenage daughter. Oh, it was videos, too. So, yeah, because deepfake, I mean, if it's just Photoshop, that's not deepfake. It's right. got to be, like, video right. for deepfake. Of her teenage daughter's cheerleading rivals in an effort to get them kicked off the team to con- or convince them to kill themselves. Can you imagine? Uh, no, I can't, and here's why. I don't get this whole fucking cheerleader thing about how this gets so competitive. I understand that they have cheer teams and all that stuff. You're on the same team, right? <laughs> they got a picture of her, Rafaela Maria Spo- Spoon, 50. She looks like a really severe, woke Carrie Fisher. Really? Yeah, like an overweight, severe, woke Carrie Fisher. Wait. Look, I love Carrie Fisher, but Carrie Fisher was severe and overweight near the end there. Oh, so pretty much looks yeah, like her then. Okay. Um, okay. So last summer, she allegedly created doctored photos and videos of at least three teenage members of the Victoria Vipers, a competitive cheerleading squad based in Doylestown. The images appeared to show the high school age girls either naked or in bikinis, drinking alcohol and smoking vape pens. The Philadelphia Inquirer reported this, citing an affidavit. Um, she set images of to their cheerleading coaches in an effort to have them removed from the team and also texted the images to the girls themselves from an anonymous number telling at least one she should kill herself, the affidavit says. Sp- uh, Spoon's or Spone's daughter is on the same team as the three alleged victims, but investigators do not believe she was aware of her mother's actions. Oh, man. Well, what the fuck? If, what if this one of these kids did? What if they did off themselves because of this? Yeah. I don't think she'd care. Uh, I, I mean, my kids are in competitive sports, right? And they have they have kids within a team that they're sort of vying for a position. But I would never think of trying to sabotage those kids, even in a, a benign way, you know, let alone try and ruin their whole lives by faking pictures of them. Well, you want to see how they caught her or here? Investigators determined that the photos and videos were deepfakes created by using photos in the girls' social media profiles and overlaying them with different images to make them look authentic. Police traced the phone numbers back to a website specializing in selling phone numbers to telemarketers. The investigators subpoenaed information on the IP addresses, allowing them to track the threatening messages to Spohn's home. Police said investigators found evidence on her cell phone connecting her with the numbers used to harass girls. So she thought she was being very clever using, you know, probably a VPN and everything. Well, maybe she wasn't using a VPN. I don't know. I've, I've realized you can't out-clever, like, law enforcement when they want to find that stuff. Yeah. You know, you're not Lex Luthor. You're not getting away with it. Okay, here we go. This is why she wasn't charged with a more serious felony. Uh, 
Uh, the county district attorney, Matt Weintraub, told the Washington Post that she was not charged with a more serious felony offense because the doctored photos included skin tone bars to create a Barbie doll-like effect to make the girls appear nude but with no obvious genitalia. She still faces between six months to a year in prison if convicted. She will not get any jail time for this. How about the kill yourself stuff? Yeah. You know, I, I get if kids can say that stuff to each other. It's terrible, but their brains aren't fully developed. Yeah. This is an adult, 50 years old, who's had kids. He's supposed disgusting. to know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Hmm. God. How come we can't cancel those people? <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see the Tom Cruise deep fakes that they did? Yeah, that's, uh, what's the name? Collider? Is that the name of the, the YouTube channel? Yeah, They're a bunch whatever. of lucky young guys, uh, SFX artists. Holy shit, they were good. Yeah, they did a Keanu Reeves one that was pretty funny. Did you see that one? No. He's wearing like a trucker hat, and he walks into a, a convenience store that's getting robbed, and he's like being all Keanu. It's like, hey, 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 buddy. And being cool, and then he finally kind of like takes the gun from the guy and does like a John Wick thing. Doesn't kill anybody, but it looked pretty real. I think the, the Tom Cruise one's probably a little bit better, but the Keanu was funny. Right, but pretty soon, and by pretty soon, I mean within the next two years, you're not going to be able to trust anything you see on, on video. You're just not going right. to be able to. Yeah. Do you remember that? Did you see that one video of the the family that's out in the park and a and an eagle swoops down and they show it pick up the little two year old kid and fly? <laughs> yeah. You can tell that video was fake. Yeah. But even then, it was a good fake. And even just even if you don't think it's fake, there's no way an eagle picks up a two year old kid. You know, it's not going to happen. So I mean, the kid weighs more than the bird, flat out. But People were like, yeah, that's real. Holy shit, that's real. Well, I've seen birds do that before. There's a, a, there's another one. Um, if you see, Well, there's two of them that are baseball related. One was kind of easy to tell. Um, it was Evan Longoria. It was a baseball player for the Tampa Bay Rays at the time. He's standing there next to a reporter, and they're doing batting practice. And someone hits a ball, and he just sticks his hand up and catches it right in front of her face. You can kind of tell that one's fake, but there's one, it wound up being in a Gatorade ad where this uh, girl down the line, she's on the field, she's the ball girl. So basically they're there to stop the ball from going into the stands. And it shows a ball get hit down the line and she turns and runs and puts like totally Jackie Chan's it, like one oh, foot I've on the fence, it. one in the yeah. end, and she turns and catches it. And, and you go, that is a really good fake because it looks real. To the point where you're going, is this, and finally you find out it's a Gatorade ad. Yeah. But in the comments of it, and this is six, seven years ago at least, the comments of it, people are like, oh yeah, that was a minor league game in South Carolina. I was there. I saw it. Like, yeah. people just buy into this stuff. So are those those holograms that they have, like of Tupac that's on stage rapping with other rappers, is that considered deep fake? Because that's, or is it just footage of him from before doing the same thing he did before? Are they adding new footage? I think they're adding stuff to it. They're using okay. computers to sort of. Well, good, because I don't want them to ever, I don't ever want to not hear Cardi B perform till the good Lord takes me. Because he, listen, does, listen, he doesn't want you. Listen to this jewel right here. Daniel Kitty. I What yeah. is she saying? If it's up, then it's what? I don't know. But it's it's uh, it's lyrical gold. That's what that is. 
I saw her. That was a... the uh, Grammy Awards, by the way, where she did WAP. Oh yeah. That's what the song. That's what that's from. It's from WAP. Okay. And uh, basically, it was just a big like um, striptease, like aggressively hypersexualized dance routine with her. Uh, it was Cardi B and some other I don't know her name, some other rapper or singer, and uh, it was disgusting. I watched it, um, and I can imagine you're trying to watch the Grammys with your. No, you're not, because nobody's watching okay. them anymore. But what if you go over to your 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 parents or your grandparents' house and you're like, you know, you turn all oh, the Grammys. I want to see uh, uh, Whitney Houston sing. She's a beautiful <laughs> voice on that Whitney. Let's see what's happening. I get the point you're trying to make, but nobody watches that. <laughs> I know. The ratings were down so much this year. It, it went from, uh, like, I don't know, uh, 20 million uh, uh, two years ago to 19 million to 8 million this year. Yeah. Like, like, like 40% down. Because people are tired of the woke bullshit. Yeah. You know? There was someone saying that, you know, late night comedians aren't even comedians anymore. They just say things to get the audience to agree with them. Like, uh, yeah, like clapping seals, basically. Yeah. But I saw an interview with Cardi B on Howard Stern, and she was trying to be all demure and everything. And he's like, how did you get into this business? And he says, uh, you were a stripper, weren't you? And she goes, well, yeah, I was working at, at Walmart and uh, or something like that. And she says, my uh, my manager said... Oh, you know, you should go over there and make money because you make way more m- money than here. And, you know, you're a nice looking girl with a good body. And she goes, I don't want to. I no. I just I felt kind of shy about that. Whatever. It's like you did not. You were talking about drugging men and taking their stuff. Mm-hmm. So. But we're living in a pretty shitty culture right now. Like entertainment wise. I mean, there's some good stuff out there, but haven't yeah, we you always constantly have to be on guard. Always, haven't we always had. A shitty part of our culture that comes to this stuff. Yeah, but it's more. I mean, like you have to constantly be on guard to 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 watch out for them putting inappropriate shit in. Like if you're around your kids, you're like prime time TV even has stuff like whoa shit, or even some commercials where you're like whoa can't ha- can't have you know I don't they used to put them on after nine p.m. But now yeah, just, I I don't know. I guess I just feel like it's I got older because I'm sure there's stuff that. Cardi B's doing when I was 18 years old that have been like, yeah, did you see that? Holy shit. She's yeah. singing about wet ass pussy. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's what WAP stands for. Sure. I didn't know that. Yeah. You knew that. <laughs> uh, we so, we talked a little bit. I want to bring this up really quick. We talked about last, last episode about that transgender that was talking about how little girls are kinky and I couldn't find the article. Oh, it. my God. Yeah, I sent it to you. I'm sorry. I yeah. read that article, and I got fucking angry. Well, the whole point was that there was a um, former representative, uh, former Republican Senate candidate, sorry, Lauren Witzke, um, and now she's the spokesman of the pro-election integrity hold the line pack. She was banned from Twitter for just writing demonic above this person's quote. Um, this this transgender activist, Alok Vaid Menon, um, and the quote is, quote, the narrative is that transgender people will come into bathrooms and abuse little girls. The supposed purity of the victims has remained stagnant. There are no princesses. Little girls are also kinky. Your kids aren't as straight and narrow as you think. And this dude is fucking, see his picture? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a dude wearing lipstick. Well, I mean, he's he's right in the sense that our kids aren't as pure as we think they are. 
I mean, our kids say and do stuff we'd have never thought, but I, not to, I mean, he's using that to defend. And yes, I said he, he's using that to defend this stuff. Yeah. She, so in a statement provided to National File, Witzke said, Twitter has finally suspended my account for calling pedophilia and transgenderism what it is, demonic. Tech, cen- tech censorship will not stop until every conservative voice is silenced. Republicans choose to do nothing, and this is the price we all have to pay. Never stop fighting evil with truth. I will never stop fighting for you. Um, yeah. it's And then there's more if you look at a lot of these. The one I sent you had more responses from the transgender community. Well, I didn't read those. But yeah, it's pretty disgusting. I got to I got to read the rest of this. This is because I want to get into psychology for this a second. It says, while I never believed the cliche about women being good for only one thing, that sentiment kept creeping into my fantasies. Uh, it's called forced feminization, transforming the loss of male privilege into the best fuck ever, says trans identifying Julia Serrano. Uh, pornography is what it feels like when you think you have an object, but really the object has you. Uh, it is therefore a quintessential expression of femaleness. Getting fucked makes you feel female because fucked is what female is. This is degrading to women. And it's pseudo-psychology to, to it's bolster, bolster your, your, your fucking perversion. So it to, says... To, to justify your perversion. That's all it is. I think there are a lot of gay men out there who are gay because... At, are gay men as a consolation prize because they couldn't be women. That was certainly true of me. So basically this person is saying, it goes on to say basically getting nailed is the only way you're really feminine. And the only way you can be in charge is to be a feminine who's getting screwed. Cause then you've captured the male. Yeah. And I'm just like, these people are messed up in the head. Yeah. What, what they need is, is therapy or, or uh, drugs or whatever. And th- we, we need to understand that this is a mental disorder, but they're going after gay men now. They're saying, well, gay men are just, you know, they're really women. They just just can't admit it. They can't deal with it. I'm thinking if you're a gay guy, you'd be like, hey, wait a second. Don't tell me what I am. I'm a power (laughs) body. And I'm done. Uh, Oh, boy. So that was just a quick (laughs) aside just to bring up something that I couldn't find last time. But I mean, look, your thing's your thing. I don't care. You do as consenting adults, whatever you want, let's keep kids out of it. And, uh, you got to realize that sometimes the shit you're doing might be a little messed up. Yeah. You know, got a couple other things I want to get into before we get to the, we want to talk about that Washington post, uh, misquoting or saying that Trump said, uh, misquoting. No, it was a flat out lie. lying about Trump, but we'll get into that. But before we do that, I want to play another audio. This is, uh, speech by joe biden just recently here we go uh supposed president oh okay yeah deep fake (laughs) here we go that's not hyperbole i need you i need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn and when you can find an opportunity and to help your family your friends your neighbors get vaccinated as well because here's the point if we do all this If we do our part, if we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends, will be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout and a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. That doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together. 
after this long, hard year, that will make this Independence Day something truly special, where we not only mark our independence as a nation, but we begin to mark our independence from this virus. But to get there, we can't let our guard down. This fight is far from order, from over, as I told the woman in Pennsylvania. I'll tell you the truth. On July 4th, with your loved ones, is the goal. But a goal, a lot can happen. Fuck off. Absolutely fuck off, Joe. So here's... And fuck off his speechwriters, too. Do you want want how I'm going to turn this into a good thing? Sure. First of all, I mean, just a joke and keep it together for that long with only one sort of minor slip up. I mean, bravo. And, and that, but, but, and then they're going to have that, you know, how they have Valentine's cards for, mm-hmm. for like with you open a card and it speaks. Mm-hmm. They had one for Trump. Well, they're going to have that one with Biden saying, I need you. No, you're going to open it up and it's just a vaccine's going to jump out and jab you in the arm. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> I got you. And what is that? I need you. I know it's just. It's, if anything, your speechwriter is a fucking idiot. It's just. It's, fake it should be the nation needs you. It's fake sincerity. But yeah, it's just gross. So here's here's the optimistic part, and I'm serious about this. This is leading to, I think I said this last time, what uh, the framers really wanted in the Constitution, that the states are starting to say, "You don't fucking own me." Yeah. So we are. As I've said before, and it wasn't my idea originally, Tim Poole brought it up, and I'm totally buying into it. We're self-segregating. You know, people are moving closer to people who like who think like them. And it's people like Christy Nome in South Dakota who's just going, you can't make me. I'm not doing it. Yeah. You know, and I know you're not a big fan of Greg Abbott, and I'm not necessarily either. But at least he's finally stepping up and saying, we're getting rid of the mandate. There are other issues with him. I have too, but I have that with a lot of rhinos. But it's this idea, I can't remember who, I think I was listening to Joe Pags, and uh, he had a panel on, and they said uh, something like, someone needs to explain to the president that he doesn't have any authority to tell you whether or not you can have a cookout. And that's that's the part right there that's really started, it was making me grit my teeth. But see, I think there are, and this is what I mean by the self-segregating and the decentralization of the government kind of thing. I think we're coming to a point where people are going to move closer to like-minded people who you're going to have large pockets of people and even states who just say, you don't run me, so I'm not doing it. And the central government, the federal government doesn't really have the authority and ne- or the balls to do anything about it. They're not going to do it. So you're going to have people who start saying, you can't make me do stuff. And they're going to say, yes, we can. And they'll go, okay, so do it. And it's going to be because of this COVID kind of stuff where in the past people would say, I really don't want to mess with this. Why bother? You know, when the cop tells me to leave, I'm going to leave. You're going to get some people who say, make me, you can't. You know, well, I, I was thinking when he's when he's saying uh, we'll be able to get together with your family in the backyard for a cookout. Nothing big, no big gatherings. I'm like, 
Motherfucker, I've been getting together with family since this started. And we're going to keep and doing it. And I've been it. getting together with friends and coworkers since this fucking started. And we're going to keep yeah. doing it. Uh, don't tell me we can't have uh, an event for to and it's going to it's going to be so much more special because we're because our independence is going to be tied to COVID. Fuck you. But that's my point. You're going to have people who are going to say you can't stop me and they're going to realize real quick that they can't. I mean, they know that. That's why he's trying to do that down homey, yeah. hey, oh, we're all God, in this together it. kind of I shit. I hate it so much. And we've reached a point where people who didn't agree on stuff but could still have conversations are starting to say, I don't want anything to do with people who don't think like I do. And I don't think that's a good thing in general, but I think at least in the short term, um, and I don't think... You spin that out as far as it could go with the country just splitting in half. I don't think we're going to get that far. But I think we're going to get points where you get entire states who just say, I'm not going along with this shit. You can't do anything about it. I, th- I think you're you're right to a degree because the Democrats, they seem to always just take it too far too fast. Yeah. And it's like this, the COVID thing right now, it's that saying uh you know you say a lot a lie often enough and long enough it becomes a truth well i'm sorry there was a little uh short german guy with a funny mustache in uh in uh well actually austrian but uh in germany in the 30s who said make the lie big make it believable and just keep repeating it that's what they're doing that's what they're doing with covid and the thing is, they're they've they've overplayed their hand. They've done it too long. They've done it too much, and people are getting fed up. I mean, there's going to be the people that buy into it because they're the Kool Aid drinkers. They're going to be that, and there's more of them than I expected, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, there are that uh, more people that are just going, okay, we we we've put up with enough. We're, we're done. And I think it's just going to take. I don't know. I thought it would have happened by now. I thought it the 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 dam would have crumbled and the or the floodgates would have opened and everybody had been we're not we're done fuck it but there's it seems to me that there's still a decent contingent of people out there that are very willing to be the uh the hand of the government and be the snitch for the government and, and make everybody feel like they have to put those fucking masks on they have to sell uh distance that hey, we can't get the kids back to school or we're going to come after you and say you're trying to murder grandma it's like there's more of those than i expected and maybe there's not you know you say that they're just loud and there's not that many. I get it, but they shouldn't have that kind of a voice. Well, I will say and see if you can follow this. I think there are more than I thought there were, but there's not as many as it looks like. Yeah. For I, example, I when I, I've said this all along, when I go to the grocery store or go to Target or whatever, there's specific stuff I'm going to those stores for. And they are hiding behind the mandate, you know, saying, well, you got to put a mask on. And I just don't feel like going in there and getting into it with those people. And part of me says it is their business. They can decide if they want. And there's stores where it's like, I'm just trying to pick up dinner, you know. And I know that uh, you went into the one you went into and got chased down by the by the Karen who's mm-hmm. telling you what to do. And, you know, more power to you. I just I don't want to get into that with people right now. But. I'll say this, going into gas stations, little convenience stores, things like that, I don't wear it anymore. Well, and the further out from the city you get, the more it just doesn't matter. Well, I got a couple of them that are right smack in the city that I go to, and a couple of them don't care, and other ones, there's people wearing masks, but nobody says anything to me. And if they do, I'm just going to say, if they say, sir, you got to put a mask on or you got to leave, I'll go, okay, I'll leave. But there's a hundred other places just like this that I can go. I went to 
Dick's Sporting Goods because I had to buy my kid a bat for baseball. There's not a whole lot of other places around us that I can go to get that. And they've got a Karen sitting right at the door as you walk in. Have you been to REI lately? No. Well, that's even funnier. But you walk into Dick's and Dick's for a while had a cop standing there. I'm sorry. I just got to pick some shit up. I'm not going to get into it with a cop over this. So I put the mask on and went and did it. REI, when you walk in, they have a person sitting on a chair with cones and stuff around them just to tell you to put a mask on. Wow. It's stupid. Well, I went to uh, Stillwater this weekend. And, you know, Stillwater's Minnesota here is known for, like, you know, little bars and uh, antique shops, things like that. Yep. And uh, we walked into, uh, like, a bookstore antique shop. And uh, they had a woman right at the door, you know, must have been 60s. Um, with their mask on and, and they said, don't even walk into the, the sign of the door was like more than just like the, we required a mask. Said, don't even walk in here without a mask on and, and keep your mask on. One of those, like, I was like, Oh my fucking God. Um, <clears throat> had a mask, um, just to get into whatever bar we were going so you could take it off. <laughs> but, uh, I, I put it on, I walked in there and she was standing there basically as a guard for people walking in and. I'm kind of perusing things, and I, I see a, a shelf of comic books. And I'm like, ah, kind of cool, like old comics, like an old horror comic book. I was like, that might be kind of fun to pick up, something from the 40s, it looked like. And uh, some teenagers walked in. They all had their masks on, a group of about five mixed girl and girls and guys. And they walked around. And, you know, these antique stores have these, like, you know, lab labyrinthine kind of hallways where mm -hmm. uh, but they have all these little nooks and crannies and these little express ways to walk through well they walked around and this woman decided she was gonna cut them off at the pass because she just knew that one of them was gonna fuck up and he did he pulled his mask down under his chin and she immediately within like 30 seconds is like you gotta put that mask on and he's like oh i'm sorry and i'm like fuck this and i just put the little comic book down took my mask off walked out and said see ya Done with you fuckers. Don't be, don't be like, I mean, you're not, you're not the, uh, the law enforcement arm of the government. And if you're buying into the whole thing that you think you're saving lives or saving your own life, because she, you know, she was like 60 something. Um, you know what? I don't have time with you. I'm not going to buy shit from you. I don't want to deal with you. That's how you deal with it. You don't make, I'm not, I didn't make a big stink out of it. I just left. I'm sorry. I don't want to, I don't want to say this like, this is going to come off like I'm sound, trying to sound like some tough guy. That's not what I'm trying to do. There's stuff a 60-year-old woman can say to people sitting in that position that a 35-year-old guy is not going to get to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, the kids were – and that's the thing I'm surprised about too is that how polite actually a lot of the teenage kids have been mm -hmm. and how submissive to this they've been. I, I did not expect that. I expected more like – belligerence from teenagers and there's just been just pretty much across the board compliance just like these kids it wasn't like i don't even think he was like thinking that he was like you know being like rebellious i think he just like might have adjusted the mask because it was uncomfortable and then she immediately was on him he's like oh i'm sorry and put it on i was like oh my fucking god dude get some balls yeah so yeah i don't know I, but again it, it's we're gonna come down to two different economies we're gonna, and I think it's going to favor the places that don't require a mask because you can still opt to wear one. But if the second you walk in and they say, put your mask on, you really have half the people, because that's really kind of how the country is. We're split down the middle right now. You're going to have half of them that you would say, ah, fine, and put it on. Or they just go, ah, no. 
Well, there's areas where people that have businesses are probably really sick of, if they're in shitty areas, having people walk in, criminals walk in and, you know, having the mask. Yeah. You know, it used to be the fact that they're like, you can't walk in the store with a bag in your hand or a mask on your face. You know, it's funny. I was watching a video that was showing the uh, um, the challenges that the Biden administration has down in the southern oh, it's border. Just challenges? Well, that's hmm. what Jen uh, Jen Psaki says. Not even a crisis. No, no, no. See, we, she's trying not to just put labels on things mm. because you and know, it's really not even their job to deal with the border. Yeah, you need you need to talk to HS HSA or whatever uh, Homeland Security or whatever because yeah. they don't, we, and find don't the really, num- find out the numbers from them. Yeah, we don't really get the numbers here. Oh, they didn't tell you the numbers. We'll just try harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she's she is she in I think in her mind she sounds great the way she's doing this and any reasonable person looks at this and goes this is so much bullshit double speak that if you just think when you say things like you know crisis challenge you say potato I say potato uh <laughs> you know it's really it's really not important that we're labeling things what's really important is that the previous administration broke the shit out of everything. And uh, so there we go. And they're not even just like, we're fixing it. They're just like, those fuckers messed it all up. And who's the new, um, who's the new, uh, the guy who's in charge of this stuff? Secretary of State or whatever? Or, yeah. No, it's not Secretary of State. God, what's not sure. Javier, uh, not Bardem, but uh, the guy who was the California attorney general oh um starts with a b or whatever and he's just going yeah just be patient with us while we're fixing this because the previous administration oh they screwed it up so bad yeah they didn't ruin shit it was working it was working because what was working about it was that the people weren't coming in the first place because they knew there was nothing for them to come to or they got sent back yeah well they knew they weren't going to be able to make it so they'd and but now it's it's uh, it's like record numbers coming because and they have have you seen the the shirts that a lot of them are wearing yeah javier Bracera. okay the, the biden shirts they're like let us in biden yeah it's like where the fuck are those coming from like yeah, nice and, shirts and they're just going we have we have no idea where someone's passing them out uh, exactly and now they say there's more caravans coming and but now they're they're having to turn people away and so there's people going, well, we just, they just put us in a van and turned us, drove us back around on a bridge and said, uh, you need to get home. But even the left leaning, uh, mayor or mayor, uh, president of Mexico is calling Biden the immigration president yeah. and not in a complimentary way. Yeah. You know, he just went, Hey man, you're really fucking this up. That <laughs> <laughs> was a good thing we had going there. Yeah, they, they were getting it figured out. Yeah. So. so. I uh, I was appropriating their culture right there. Do you I want to hear uh, uh, under a minute Tucker's response to uh, that speech Biden gave? Yeah, go ahead. Sense at all of how any of this happened or who backed it, but they're the president showing great empathy. His plan consisting essentially of vaccines, vaccines and more vaccines. By May, he said, there will be enough vaccines for every person in America. The military will give you that shot. And if you take that shot, things potentially could get back to normal. No no mention all of the people who might not want to take that shot. But the president said, if you take that shot and wear your mask and listen to Dr. Fauci, it is possible, not assured, but possible that you might be able to gather in small groups with the ones you love for the 4th of July. We might have to rescind that right 
but it's possible if you're obedient, you'll get it. Who are you talking to? This is a free people. This is a free country. How dare you tell us who we can spend the 4th of July with? Alex Berenson is a best-selling... All right. Yeah, there. but he's right. And half of the country is just going... Yeah, that he was tired of this. And he was responding. I didn't play that whole the whole speech. It, it was only like a minute and a half, but I didn't play the whole thing. But yeah, he was talking about everything uh, Tucker brought up about, you know, taking the, the vaccine. And yeah, I'm not taking the vaccine. And... I come to find out there's all kinds of there's cruises, there's restaurants that are saying if you can't prove you have the vaccine, you're not coming in here. So, yeah, not that many, though. Um, but yeah. I know it turns out that people are getting the vaccine, but they're saying, yeah, but you still have to wear the mask. You have to double mask and social distance still, even with the vaccine, because, you know, <sighs> I I know that was happening. I think I feel the dam breaking now, especially on this uh well, now that Texas jumped on, because now Florida and Texas are in on this and, uh, you know, the no mask mandate anymore. Uh, but now the CDC is coming out and saying, you know what? Three feet works. Yeah, but it just updated its guidelines. Even post-vaccination, preschool teachers are, to- are told to keep masks on all two-year-olds. I know. Do you see that MMA fighter who was kicked off the plane because he couldn't keep a mask on his two-year-old? No. Yeah. I can't remember it's the ridiculous. guy's name. It basically... <laughs> And the male flight attendant who told him to uh, put the mask on basically did and then went, he, they got it on video, went and hid in the fucking bathroom. And all of these MMA guys, like actual fighters around there going, yeah, he, he hit his bitch ass in the- Yeah, um, better have. Yeah, exactly. But no, so the guy got kicked off a flight because he couldn't keep a mask on his two-year-old. And somebody responded and said, I want to see anybody. And these are- MMA fighters going, I want to see anybody keep a mask on a two-year-old who doesn't want to wear one. Yeah. And all this is because the virus's fatality rate, uh, as indicated by the CDC, best estimate in September uh, was zero to 19 years years old. The fatality rate is 0.00003. From 20 to 49 years old, it's 0.002. 50 to 69 years old, it's 0.005%. And 70 plus years old, it's 0.054. Knock it off. Well, just before I came here, I watched I watched the local news. And they talked about how Walls just extended his powers again for yet another month. So it's going to be the 13th month he's had them. Um, they showed Wisconsin's numbers. Minnesota has three new cases. Wisconsin has two. Actually, those might be flipped. Um, no, sorry, this isn't new cases. This is deaths. I think Minnesota had two and Wisconsin had three. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, Minnesota's population is about 4.6, and I think Wisconsin is about 4.4. Very similar states, except that Wisconsin is, it's it's not that they don't have big cities, you know, like Madison and all that, but they have a lot more little watering holes and, you know, in smaller towns. Wisconsin, the joke is there's a bar in every corner. And there is. People go to these places all the time. Minnesota had 700 and some new cases. Wisconsin had 400 and some. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're locked down. They're not. They haven't been for a while. I mean, they encourage mask wearing. And some of the bigger cities like Madison, which are very liberal, they still tell you you have to wear a mask. But for the most part, Wisconsin is open. Iowa's open. The Dakotas are open. They all have better numbers than Minnesota. 
So what the fuck is going on here? This is not about science. This is about compliance. Just like in Pennsylvania, uh, the Governor Wolf said, nah, let's get rid of the mask mandate. What happens? Mayor of Philadelphia goes, no, not here. You're wearing a mask in Philadelphia. And why is that? It's because Philadelphia is a democratic state. So when these Democrats say, stop making this political, stop politicizing the uh, COVID-19 stuff, fuck you. You're the ones making it's it nothing political. But, it has been nothing but political from the start. I don't know from the start. I think for the first six weeks of this, it made some sense. I'm not saying I necessarily agree with the entire thing, but it made some sense. But now we're past that. You know, I get being scared in the beginning, but that lasts six weeks. Well, it's because they actually thought that it was more deadly than it was going to be. Because it looked like it. Way to go. Can you do that and talk at the same time? <laughs> wow, I'm really thirsty. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, i I think it's uh, I think it's something that that uh, <laughs> like, I I get them being scared in the beginning, but come on, we're well past this. Yeah, well past this, and it's just showing that. Wearing a mask isn't changing anything. Well, I didn't want to make this all mask all the time episode, but did you see this video? Um, this is from Red State. And the headline is Kamala Harris introduces Joe Biden. It's Kamala. <laughs> God damn you. And what comes off as a real life Monty Python skit? Did you see this? No. So they've got this guy at the podium and he's put. And he's putting um, the um, a little booklet down or the whatever it is. The it's not a speech because they're not really giving. Well, maybe it's Biden's speech or it's whatever Kamala is supposed to be saying. Supposed to be saying, but Kamala. So I'm going to describe what happens here. I'm going to play this, but I get it because you're not going to hear it. But I'm going to describe. So he's standing there, and he disappears behind the podium. Comes up and he's like w- wiping off the podium like a little. A little towelette and then he puts like the folder and opens it up and then he kind of runs off and here comes Kamala she's got her mask on she pulls her mask off as she gets up there our commander-in-chief President Joe Biden then she steps away and starts putting her mask on and then the guy runs up and he takes that that um, menu that he had on the pam- on the podium he quickly wipes it off and, and then he puts a new menu down and opens it up and Biden's standing there, like, patiently, and then he walks up and takes his mask off. And Thank you, Madam Vice President. <laughs> that was it? It's just, the scene is so ridiculous. It's so ludicrous if you watch it. Like, the, the fact that to have her say, President Biden, to walk up there and to have to go through that rigmarole instead of just, I mean, they're all vaccinated. I know everybody in that fucking room is vaccinated. Has to be, right? At this point, because they wouldn't let anybody near Biden without being vaccinated at this point. So they're all vaccinated and they're all washing their hands. They're all CDC compliant and all that kind of stuff. They've got Fauci, you know, you know, they're and they still have to go with this through this bullshit. This is such fucking theater. Exactly. It's so it's so cringy, ridiculous. So I just (laughs) I would have loved to have seen one of them just sneeze all over. That's you. And then yeah. watch the guy freak. Like, what's he gonna do? Or just yeah. have Biden walk up, and he's got his he has his hands crossed in front of his crotch, kind of. And as he walks up there, if he would have just fiddled with his mask and like rubbed poop all over it, 
<laughs> like smelled his hand. Oh, I did a poopy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're uh, done with the mass talk, I guess. Right? Sure. Too much of it. Okay. Um, let's go on to the to the uh, Washington Post uh, story. This, you know, what this reminds me of. Do you remember when Harry Reid said uh, when he was in charge of the Senate, when he goes, uh, Mitt Romney hasn't paid his taxes in, you know, 10 years or whatever it was, some some ridiculous number. And Romney comes out and goes, no, I paid him here. And and then they asked Harry Reid about it after. And they said, uh, you know, that turned out to not be true. And he goes. Didn't win, did he? Yeah. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, that reminds me of when Candace Owen was testifying and Nadler was in charge of whatever committee it was. Uh, and he had the gavel. Mm-hmm. And right before she spoke, uh, I can't remember who it was, someone else in the committee completely mischaracterized what she said. And she called him out on it. And then Nadler's banging his gavel saying, you can't talk to a member of Congress. Remember that? Yeah. Like that. And, and he said something that she never even said. You can't say that to it. She goes, I never even said, I never even came close. I didn't say anything of, of the sort. And he kind of gets this look on his face and he like flips the gavel. He's like, so what? Yeah. And it's like, that's the fucking attitude they all have. I know. So um, this is from Red State. And it says, uh, the real scandal behind the Washington Post Trump scandal. Uh, yesterday, a major correction was put out by the Washington Post that acknowledged they had published false Donald Trump quotes attributed to a December phone call with a Georgia elections investigator. And this is the Jeff Bezos newspaper. Yeah. While Trump was accused of demanding the investigator, quote, find the fraud so she could become, quote, a national hero. A statement later cited by Democrats in their articles of impeachment recovered audio showed it was false. Not only Democrats, but it was like all the major news companies said that they verified independently verified that this was true, that Mm -hmm. this was what he said to this person. So they all lied. Right. Now, Washington Post finally came out and said, well, we didn't. Sorry. But none of the other fuckers that did did this. And this cost, uh, this this is just another contributing factor of people thinking that Trump was an asshole or whatever, um, that they've been, you know, that they've been drumbeaten into the, into the, into people's heads. And then the, what is it, two senators that were running? Yeah, and... I'm of two minds on this. One, on the one hand, yes, this is absolutely shitty and diabolical. It should not be allowed yeah. to happen. There should be consequences. By the same token, if the Democratic Party or the Republican Party in in uh, in Georgia could put up two fucking viable candidates, yeah, those pieces of shit they had. I mean, what's his name? The guy. I mean, fuck. He was just phoning it in, and uh, Loeffler. The woman in she she had been sort of busted earlier for insider trading stuff. Yeah, not insider, but about as close as you can get. I mean, it's pretty clear she used information she had. Now Democrats do that too. Yeah, but come on, can we run a decent candidate in one of these fucking states? By the way, do you see who's going to run in Ohio now? The hillbilly elegy guy. No. Um. God, what's his name? He's a He's a good candidate. Hmm. He's a Republican. Um, anyway, he's he's uh, running in this next election for a uh, senator seat in Ohio. 
Well, while you bring that up, I'll continue reading. So this person says, the natural. this is what I said here. The natu natural question is how you can verify something that is objectively false. The obvious answer is that you can't. That means that NBC News, ABC News, CNN, and others who hid behind fake verification claims so they could repeat this false report did so knowing that they had no proof for what they were actually putting out there. They simply made it up or they all got duped by the same source. And this person goes on to say, on that note, let me say this. If the Post and all these other outlets aren't going to reveal who the lying source was, then I have no choice but to assume their source simply doesn't exist and that they all made it up as a partisan political attack. There is no ethical reason to protect a source that provides false information. In fact, it's unethical to print a false story and then refuse to even reveal how you came into possession of that false story. I say that to mean when media flax... I say that to mean when media flax try to claim that the post was lied to, but they, they didn't lie by repeating it. You owe them zero benefit of the doubt. If they were lied to, then they should tell us who lied. If they won't, then it's logical, logical to conclude the source doesn't actually exist. Uh, J.D. Vance was the guy I was talking about, by the way. Um, well, I have to I don't I don't know who's gotten to Trump to get him to shut up. Because it's not just that he's off Twitter and stuff like that. He well, can, because he can still he, New York's still going to try to they're going to still try to prosecute him in New York for right? tax shit. But what's happening right now? Because the Democrats don't have Trump to flog. Yeah, they're 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 flailing crumbling. around they're trying laying to find people off and everything. Well, yeah. So the um, the the administration can't blame anybody. They can't even use his name. He's like Voldemort to them. So they just say, oh, the previous administration. It's like, bitch, we all know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but they can't, they can't keep going after him. Dana Perino brought up today on The Five. She said they got a real problem with Trump because on the one hand, they have to say that he broke immigration, which she says is fundamentally ridiculous. But on the other hand, they can't say uh, they can't beat him up on the vaccines. So they have to try and say he did one thing terribly and then not acknowledge the other thing. And she goes, it, it, they've well, put Biden themselves in a position just said, they can't. just basically said that it was his his doing that got the vaccines out. Yeah, one of the things he said was we're going to have a million doses by whenever. Well, it was that was Trump's promise. And we're all gonna, already going to have it. They, they played a clip on Justice and Drew about... Uh, about uh local morning show about how Trump was saying last spring, Hey, we're going to have a vaccine by the end of the year. And then they play all of these health experts going, it's ridiculous. It's never going to happen. It's going to take years to do that. Well, here it is. Here it is. You know? And the problem is everybody on the left is going, yeah, no, go, got no problem with that. Yeah. The guy follows through. I mean, I don't think wrestling the vaccine was a great idea, but that's just my opinion. Um, but he follows through with what he said he's going to do. Well, That's what he only, does. You say rushing the vaccine. It, it's true in part. They did rush it, but the only part that didn't go through the normal process was they usually have like a three to five year period after it's been released to sort of do some human yeah, trials. And we're hearing kind of different side effects popping up. And yeah, sure, this might be a bunch of bullshit, but uh, there's different countries that are like limiting and, and thinking about even suing for some of the effects of some of these um well, so I, I want to look. I want to hear more about that. Yeah, but so the the United States has the um, the first one was the Pfizer vaccine, then there was the Moderna, Moderna, one. Yeah. and now the Johnson and Johnson is going to be coming out, which is one shot, less effective, but one shot, like eighty yeah. percent. Yeah. Um. But the Moderna one, a lot of people. I mean, uh, anecdotally, a lot of people I know who've gotten it said the second half of the Moderna shot, the the next day sucked. 
like they were either really sick or they were wiped out or whatever. That can happen with all sorts of stuff. But here's the thing. If you're if you're going to get that shot because you're susceptible to, and you've got comorbidities and you're taking these shots, that can kill you too. Just like the fucking disease can. No, that's, that's not really how it works. It's It doesn't get into your cell wall. It's um, it's an RNA virus. It's it's really sort of very technical. It's not... It's a platform is what they call it. Yeah, but it's not like... It's not like vaccines we've had in the past. Yeah. I know it's, it's not, not penetrating your cell wall. It's not rewriting your DNA. None of that. You're, it's not shooting part of the virus into you. When you get these vaccinations and you feel like shit the next day, it's usually because your body's immune system went, hold on, what the fuck was that? And it goes crazy trying to fight it. You know, it's just like when you have the flu, what you have is the reaction of your body fighting what you've got. That's what makes you feel like shit. But... It's like banging your thumb with a hammer, the swelling. Yeah. So in the United States, we have the Pfizer, the Moderna, soon to get the Johnson & Johnson. In Europe, they have AstraZeneca, and now they're pulling it. They're going, this is not working. So Europe's kind of a mess. But, you know, they're going to use that here, saying, well, you know, they're still fighting in Europe. They have all these strains over there. I'm still not going to get into a thing about uh, the efficacy of it and, and side effects, because I don't really have to. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm not, not not saying that to you. I'm just saying that in general, um, just like any flu shot I haven't taken. I don't want to. I don't think I need it. And you don't have you can't tell me I need it. And right. don't tell me I'm killing grandma. Fuck off. What if I didn't like her? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was I. on the one hand, I felt bad for Bill Burr. Did you see his thing at the Grammys? Yeah. He got up there and he got a whole bunch of shit for being the just in the side. Because he was a white guy that yeah, was giving out, but Grammys he even for... made jokes. He goes, "I'm sure people are going to love this. Who's this cis white male yeah. announcing the female Latina things or whatever?" And um, on the one hand, I go, "I like Bill Burr's comedy. I think he's funny." Um, and so he's obviously poking fun at himself, and they're calling him a racist. I mean, his wife is black, and they point that out, and they go, "Well, that's an even more stringent form of racism. It's like possessing that person." Mm-hmm. Like, oh shut! Oh up. yeah, you, you can't win. But then a couple of other jokes he made is he goes, hey, you don't want to wear a mask. He goes, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. I don't care. He goes, if you want to be an asshole and not wear one and kill your weak asthmatic cousin, that's your choice. Go right ahead. And I just went, fuck, shut up. Yep. You know, and I'm sure the people about the cis white male joke are saying the same thing. That's not funny. But no. If you want to if you want to drive your car over. 30 miles per hour on the freeway, then your, you know, your chances are you can get in an accident and, and kill someone. Yeah. I mean, the, the way to cut uh, deaths from traffic accidents like significantly is get rid of cars. Well, get rid of cars or drop the speed limit on the freeways down from 70, 65 down to 40. And you'll, you'll significantly re- reduce uh, uh, traffic deaths or accident well, deaths. You can die in any crash over like 15 miles an hour. So we really should reduce it to 14. Yep. You know, yeah. no one's going to get hurt that way. And that's what's ridiculous about all this. It's it's a, it's a numbers game. You you cannot legislate tragedy away. You know, yeah. you can take it's just like all the gun control laws. And if you give up, it's you give up your liberty for freedom. You'll have you'll have or no, no. Give up your liberty for safety. Sorry. If you give up your liberty for safety, you'll have neither. And deserve neither. And deserve neither. Yeah, that and that's a saying that's been around forever. I don't know who to. I think it was Benjamin it, Franklin. Yeah, to attribute it to, but it's true. It's true now as it was then. Yeah. Well, it, but it's just like all the gun laws. The gun laws don't keep people safe, you know. And it turns out 
like 70% of the people who die from uh, guns every year are suicides. You really think those people are going to be alive if you if you don't have guns? Yeah, there's going to be other ways. And they go, well, it's so easy to... No, it's no easier to to shoot yourself with a gun than it is to, you know, close yourself into a car with carbon monoxide or a garage with carbon monoxide or to take pills or to jump off a, a ledge somewhere or a building or a bridge. And you know, cause you've tried them all. <laughs> you just can't kill the crow. <laughs> well, you can't, they made a whole movie about that. <laughs> um, oh, real quick. Uh, this article um, brings up something I kind of forgot about. You know, regardless, ask yourself this. How many times has this been done in the past? Yes, the Post got caught this time, just like CNN got caught when they printed false claims about James Comey's then future. The Atlantic suckers and losers story also comes to mind. And that was when he when uh, uh, Trump supposedly toured a uh, yeah a, gra- a military graveyard and said uh, they were suckers and losers for fighting in that battle yep. or whatever. And it's yep. like, that never fucking happened. Right. So and that that's how they painted, and I'll bet you there's a bunch of people that believe that he said that to this day. Oh, I'm sure there are because the retraction was was anemic, or if it was at all, I, most of them didn't even do a retraction on that one. So and you know that's that all contributed. It was you know the you can you don't have to point to, you know the polling machines or ballot stuffing, as as the reason Trump lost. I mean he he did have the media working double time with the Democrats and propaganda to, you know, to help make him lose for sure. Well, it's like, do I believe there was voter fraud? Absolutely. Was it enough to overturn the election? I don't know. But do I believe they, the press lies? Absolutely. Is it enough to overturn the election? I don't know. But you start adding all of these things up and it's just significant. Yeah. It's not a little thing. No, they just keep piling on. So, and I just want to know, when they're going to have to pay for it. Like, when am I going to get my stimulus? You mean your $2,000 check? Uh, 1400 No, Joe Biden said when he went to Georgia, you vote these two senators and your $2,000 check's going to be in the But mail. we know what he really meant. We already got 600 We know what he meant. Come on. Cut him some slack. No. <laughs> I want my $2,000 I'm surprised check. I haven't gotten it yet, which all the other stimulus, when, when Trump was in charge, they came lickety-split. No, they were delayed. Cause, oh, mine came fast. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, they're vetting them a little more this time. But. You think so? I don't know because I don't even get why why people why it's going to people of under sixty thousand for single or seventy thousand for single or whatever, and, and it's like a for married couples. I don't know what the numbers are, but there's a cutoff where you get less. But here's the thing. Even if you weren't affected personally by any of this government fucking shutting shit down, if you still had your full job and you had, you know, you had no economic um, problems, wh- why would you send that money to, to people like that? Maybe it's because it's just easy, but and they go, well, they'll they'll spend it. So it'll be stimulus. Is that their their attitude? It's like it just seems like a shitty thing to do. Like there's people that legitimately suffered because the government shutdowns that didn't get more than anybody else and they deserve more because it wasn't their fault and it was the fucking government's fault and they're using their taxpayer money to pay people that didn't even suffer i mean don't get me wrong i think you know just handing money to people from taxpayer money is stupid to begin with but if the government caused this issue yes they, they should be helping people that are that had suffered serious issues because of it but then just to 
hand it out to everybody? It just doesn't fucking make sense. Well, it's like Ben Shapiro said. He goes, you know, you can't, people say they're Republicans, you can't be pro-stimulus checks if you, you know, really believe the government should be handing out money. He goes, fine. But if you crash your car through my front door, yes, I expect you to pay for it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it, I can't remember the number. It's like 70,000 for a single person. And if you're married, it's like a hundred and yeah, it's like 120, 25 or something like that. But, um, regardless what people are having a hard time understanding because they don't want to understand it is if you, for the, and I may be off on these numbers by a little bit, but if you gave everybody a check if you borrowed $1.9 trillion, because that's what they're doing, the government doesn't have this money, they're borrowing it, in which case we'll be paying interest on it, you know, uh, it's something like they could cut you a check for five to $6,000. So why is it that they're borrowing all this money and you get 1400 bucks? And that's if they gave one to everybody. Yeah. Like every single person. So... I, I'm not understanding how people don't understand this money isn't coming to you. Yeah. I guess it says anybody who's learned less than 75000 based on their 2019 tax returns. Uh, Senator Cruz says that uh, individuals will include migrants that come to the U.S. Uh, legally to work on authorized visas but overstay their visas. They'll be eligible um, if they're, since they'll be undoc- become undocumented or legal immigrants and they'll be eligible. Uh, felons that are still in prison are eligible. And uh, he referred to an, uh, Cruz referred to an amendment he proposed that would prohibit illegal immigrants from receiving the $1,400 checks. Uh, Democrats blocked it. So, and there's another one that's supposed to stop the, um, the incarcerated felons from getting the checks, and Democrats blocked that too. So, well, think about this there's going to be a lot of people Trump got 600 bucks to. And now they're going to give out fourteen hundred bucks, and there's going to be a lot of people who don't get it. Something like fourteen or fifteen million people who got checks before aren't going to get a check again. Even if half of those people go, "This is bullshit," the Democrats are going to have trouble in the next election. Yeah, I think they're going to have trouble anyway. I think the the Republicans are going to get the House back. I, I just, think all, I think Republicans and Democrats are going to be in trouble because the economy is going to be fucked for a while. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to, regardless of who's in there, it's just going to be a fucking tough road to hoe. I don't think it's going to be like 2008 kind of stuff all over again. Really? Yeah, I, I can't don't. see us going through all this without having a significant economic problem. And then, well, you know, you're seeing what's happening with gas prices already. And Yeah, but that's that's something they can turn on and Biden's off. Biden's talking about raising the, uh, uh, what is it, the federal, uh, he's, what's the... Um, well, he wants to raise the corporate tax. But he also wants, what's the one that hasn't been raised since 1992? Capital gains? I think something, but supposedly he's talking about all these Capital taxes. gains really... It, I don't know if it was tech. It generally, it generally hurts richer people more because they tend to play in the stock market more, buy and sell. That's where you really get the capital gains. Maybe it's but, just interest rates? No, he can't do that. No, he can't do that. Yeah, the Fed does that's that. That's right. Interest rates are going to go up, which is generally good for people because, you know, there's all these people in retirement who are basically living off their interest. So it would be better if the interest rate increased a little bit. But um, I I don't think we're going to see the economy be a 2008 kind of level. I And the reason I think of this is, you know, Kevin O'Leary, 
the Mr. Wonderful yep. and Shark Tank, he was explaining, you know, there's, I mean, just the sort of the back of the napkin explanation of this. Someone asked him, why is the economy still going strong if so many people are out of work? And he said, if you are a medium to small business and you say, hey, I have this product that I want to sell. He goes, you can go to Target, you can go to Walmart or whatever. If you can get it in there, they say, cool, we'll buy this amount of them. We'll take half of it. He says, Amazon tells you, we'll take 60, we'll only take 40%, but you don't get to have your customer list. We deal with the customer. And so a lot of them do it that way. When all of this stuff started getting shut down and people started not doing this or not buying all this stuff, businesses had to decide, holy shit, how do we do this? And they said, can we take this in-house? And so a lot of these companies spent the money to build their own direct-to-consumer kind of stuff. And it worked because it had to, right? That's where the innovation really came in. So now these people are talking directly to their customers who are ordering right through them. Their cost goes down, the price of their goods go down, and they keep more of the money. He goes, so you're seeing valuations of these companies go up and up. And I think because our country has built so much on the financial system, like, uh, you know, buying, selling, trading, and less about manufacturing, you're going to see it continue to improve a little bit, you know? So I think, I don't think we'll see like a stock market collapse kind of, I think we'll see a correction. I mean, we're at what, 32, 33,000. I can see us dropping down to 25, 26, but I don't think we'll be back to the 19,000. I think there's going to be like a housing market bubble burst kind of thing. I, uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think it'll slow down a lot. Because it, it can't keep going at this pace. But, yeah. yeah. Well, we're over time here. I've I had a couple other stories, but they take way too long. So We take way too long. There was this uh, Nashville shooting. You heard about that? Or you, I showed you that with... Uh, yeah. And I wanted to go over just... It was one of those where you got the, the BLM crowd talking, you know, say her name bullshit, where she just, you know, she shot at a cop and he was trying to arrest her because she had drugs and... Uh, uh, dr- drugs and a gun and driving she fucked a, around and found out driving a car uh, with a, f- a felon boyfriend and had warrant out for him um, all kinds of stuff that made it legitimate and the cop made a bunch of mistakes and wanted to go over but uh, but it wasn't that she didn't deserve to get shot I mean I'm and I'm saying that she deserved to get shot because she shot him first right so but uh, we don't have time to go over the particulars of that one. We might do that next time. So, But if you want to get in contact with us, it's rooster at com and crow at com. That's email. Yep. And check out our Facebook page, uh, Bread and Circuses Podcast. See you, bye.